What's up, what's good? It's that boy EJ, and you are now tuned in to Major Noise, where we get into interviews and all kind of fun stuff. So make sure you keep it high, keep it live right here on Major Noise with your host, that boy EJ. Be lit with passion. Let's, Let's get into it. What's up? What's good? It's that boy EJ rocking out on Major Noise Radio. And I got a special guest with me. I got a Johnny. How you doing? Doing good, brother. Doing good. Appreciate it. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So when it comes to your music, you're an artist, you do a whole lot of things. What's the most important thing to you, a Johnny? As far as music, I would say the message, man. Yeah, I'm a hip hop John. I'm an 80s baby. Okay, yeah. I'm about lyrics. So um, the most important thing to me would be the message or the content. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really too big on, you know, some of the vulgarity that I hear, have heard over the years. Um, But as long as it can, even with some of that vulgarity and some of the curse words or whatever have you, just have an underlying message. So the the meaning has always been important. Since I was a kid, man, I was like LL and all them, like listen to your lyrics as opposed to just the beat. So, so what's the message? The message of my music is pretty, I mean, it, it varies. I mean, I, I touch on, you know, topics that mostly affect us as a people, um, you know, from, you know, child abuse to, you know, neglect. Um, you know, I got a little extensive history in, in mental health, worked with kids for a long time. So, you know, a lot of my music is, is more centered around just the family structure, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and trying to build that up. You know, that's what it's about. You know what I mean? You know, we, we just don't have enough. I, in my opinion, I don't think we have enough uh, musically um, content out here that's, that's feeding our, our children's brains. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I say children because that is the future. You know, we, we're adults. You know, we, we can kind of listen. We've been through an experience. But <clears throat> for these kids to be listening to some of this stuff that I hear nowadays, it's like, uh, um, and, and it's been that way. It's not just new. I'm not one of those old school heads that be like, yo, it's the music now. Now it's been that way. Because when I was younger, it was some content and stuff. It was just like, you know, that was detrimental. Um, so mine is pretty much focused and my whole purpose and path is about the future. Right. Music for the future. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, like I that. Got, you know, yeah, pretty much. So do you ever, uh, have you ever performed for, for children or, or, uh, or just for families and, and unique circles like yeah, that? You know what? Yeah, not, not so much with music. A lot of, I mean, I do have some songs. So let me clarify. I don't have, it's not like children's songs. I do, I do children's books for that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but as far as the music, the, the undertone or the content is, you know, geared towards positivity, you know, growth development so forth but yeah i guess i got curse words in there i say bitches and hoes and stuff like that right. um just still within context and um but no i have never performed i've never performed this music have i no not for kids no but you know poetry and, and stuff like that but just mainly my songs have been for for adults cool. so for when uh uh what performances have you done uh I performed at the Haiti Heritage Center, and, and that was actually my first production that I put together. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was called it was a show called Peace and Revolution uh, with, with Camille Sabali. We put that together, and we had it was what it was was a hip hop and poetry show. So all live performances, local artists um, that came in and, and, and showed love. Um, but that you was about that, a couple hundred people. Would you consider that your your favorite performance? That was probably you know as far as yeah musically because I probably performed what maybe. 15 times, maybe 20 on top of my head. That was probably my favorite, just mainly because it was my show. You know what I'm saying? It's right. something that I, you know, put together my first production. Uh, like I said, it was hip hop and poetry. So I did both. I did a poem. And I opened it up with a poem. Uh, my rendition of, you know, the um, revolution will not be televised. And then I went and did three of my songs, you know. But yeah, that was probably the, the most exciting. 
most exciting yeah. performance because because of the you know, because of everything, man. The whole vibe was dope. You know, yeah, actually, sounds, and then Deja like was there. Actually, she didn't, she didn't get the experience because she was she was a uh, vendor. But but yeah, it was a dope vibe. Everything. That's how did we meet? No, we actually met a little bit before that. But um, but yeah. So that, I would probably say that's my one of my favorite performances. It definitely, musically. yeah. Definitely yeah, sounds overall. like an exciting time. Yeah. Um, do dope. you have any performances coming up in the future? Uh, you know what, man? Because of of course the mighty COVID, I you know I've been in a high, on a hiatus, man. I. I I was pushing hard for, for like four years straight, like 16 to 19 and going into 20 and then came out with a book. I had, I was working on the album, children's book. I had all kind of, it was just a cluster anyway. Just, I don't even, people ask me, I don't know my mom, I don't know how you do it. Um, just make a way. But um, then when COVID came, it shut everything down. Not just everything as far as, you know, economy and society, people just staying home. It just really shut me down. I was just like, let me just chill. And not thinking, of course, there was going to be no, Going into second second year now uh, with this uh, pandemic, um, so I've been chilling. I'm just getting back to writing. So I'm hit my producer up the other day. He was like, "Yeah," and my homeboy uh, Ty Coley was like, "Yeah, we just met for yesterday." He was like, "Yo, I got I'm gonna shoot you a track." So I'm just getting back in the groove of of uh, you know making music, working on my next my fourth project, um, uh, a, co- a collab project with with my man Ty Coley. Um, as far as music performances, I don't. I do actually have because I do more than music. I have. Um, a stage plan will be in, in, in July. Start right. rehearsals. Yeah, yeah, Fences. You're, Tell me you, about that. You familiar with Fences? The, mm-hmm. Yeah, Fences was a play by a, a African-American or a black playwright, August Wilson. And uh, he, he wrote this, I believe, in the late 70s, perhaps maybe, you know, early 80s, don't, don't quote me. But it was a play called Fences. And it's it's it's, the, it's written in the setting of uh, the 1950s, late 50s, going to the 60s. And... <clears throat> um, he wrote it as stories about a black male who, um, you know, just was a baseball player, athlete, you okay, know, Tom, yeah. this is back with Josh Gibson, back with the Negro Leagues, of course, and didn't quite, you know, and we all have that story, you know, we all know that story, should I say, of somebody who was dope on the court or on the field or, you know, whatever, and just didn't quite make it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, for life reasons, whatever have you, drugs, alcohol, just, you know, a number of things, you know, education. And so that was Troy Maxson. But anyway, he had a good friend. I'm playing a friend, you know, in that. In that. But um, yeah, Fences is, is a, 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 a dope um, stage play. And, it's a, um, and they made it a movie in 2016 where Denzel Washington played the lead, the lead character, Troy Maxson. And um, so, yeah, I just I got picked up my script yesterday. We got a rehearsal start Monday. Um, so I'm excited about that. It's going to be in the month of July, the last week of July. So we'll be and, looking uh, out for that. I got a poetry seven. performance on the 11th. Don't ask me where, because, you know, the brother hit me up, so I'm like, yeah, can you do it? I just, I'll say yeah now, because I ain't been doing nothing. But it's in Raleigh somewhere, so, you know, some events or shit. We'll, we'll get it together. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll I, 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 I didn't think to come here with all the information. Like, yeah, but, yeah, we'll get it to the, the email. I, yeah, I'll do it. But So I got a, a new piece I wrote for that, poetry piece. But so, yeah, those are my next performances coming up. That's and the movie shoot. Hey, look, I, so I, I audition, right? So in my mind, I'm Denzel, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was right. a little kid. I was a kid. And um, so I went to this audition for this, uh, it's through a church, you know, not my church. I don't go to church, but this church is doing a, 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 a movie. They do it every year. And um, they have the whole production. It was, it's all legit. It's professional, too, you know. It's like one of the big churches out there. Wow. All capped toward the way for us. And, um, and so I went to audition. I'm like, shit, might as well, right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't get the part that I auditioned for, but... I got a little role, man. You know, okay, I'm, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm like the family man. I gotta, you know, get get my. So I pull up and we do the, you know, family thing. I get the kid out of the car. I ain't going, you know. So, 
you know, spoilers and that. But no, no, it's um, I'm excited about that. So that's June second. I gotta do a little movie shoot. That's man. cool. Yeah, a little first time on the you know what I'm saying machine. That's cool. But so you yeah. took a break, you know, a little I break took a COVID, and then now it's like you back on. All, yeah, and then when she hit me up about this, I'm like, oh, you know what? Oh shoot, I have, I've been so out of the game, but just hit. You know, I was used to it. You know, years ago, like, hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do that? So I'm like, all right, you know. And uh, I'd be wanting to say no because I'm like still in chill mode. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, nah, man. I'm slowly working yeah, back, but I'm slowly getting back, and I know the purpose and the meaning is, of course, still the same. But I guess I need that break. Yeah. Right, and you all over the place part. a little bit too. You know, you got your hands on children's books, poetry, yeah. artistry, movies, and yeah. stuff like that. Like, yeah, what? Man. What can't you do? Man, look, I, I, I appreciate that. Now, I'm, I'm just, I look at, I'm, I'm a small fish in the, in, the, in the big, enormous, you know, ocean. Man. That's the way I look at it. I think it's about just everybody coming together, collectively working together. We're all gifted. We're all talented right. by nature. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you have gifts and talents that I, I don't have, and vice versa. I don't look at it as competition. You know, I get it. I play ball. I played in college. I almost went overseas. But I'm not with this type of work. It's not about competition. It's not about, you know, and I, like I said, I'm a hip-hop junkie. All that greatest rapper, this, that, who's the best. I don't go that route because it's not about who's the best for me. It's about who's doing what it's supposed to be doing. Like getting the message and content and music right. or, or whatever it is you're doing. So, but, um, yeah, I just, I you know, I, my daddy used to always say, man, you got to wear many hats, you know. Didn't know what he was talking about, really, you know, as a kid. So I, what I did was bought a lot of fitted caps, you know what I'm saying? Okay, all, yeah. Had a whole bunch of hats, you know what I'm saying? Like used to, you know, tell me, you, said, you know, I need to wear a lot of hats. So I had a bunch of hats when I was a teenager. Uh, but no, I got what he was talking about. You know, you got to have your hand in many things, you know, just and doing the work. Right, and then having having basketball is one of those things. How do you think uh, you got basketball? Do you play any instruments too? I don't play instruments, and, and I really don't sing. I don't have a voice, but I, you know, I wanted to. I always had a passion for music. I love jazz music, to be honest with you, and I love sax. I love the, the keys, the guitar, strings, all that. But no, I don't play an instrument. No. Yeah, so with that many hats, you got the sports, you got everything else. How do you think that kind of uh, translated into who you are today? Uh man, you know what? That's a good question. I, you know, I. It probably for me, I started with but the first thing I probably say I um started as far as competition or, or being involved was in T ball actually. Really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When I, I can't was, play T Yeah. Played for one year. That's you know, cool. Didn't really care for it. Then the martial arts for eight years. You got a black first beat black belt. But and then from there it came to hooping around twelve. I'm like, right. I like this thing. Let me ask, how long yeah. did it take you to get uh the black belt? Yeah, well not I, to be honest with you, no, I say five because I was um in Taekwondo as a kid mm-hmm. and then I uh switched up and I started all over with Hapkido. So Hapkido was probably about five and a half years of to get the black belt. Taekwondo I got a yellow. And that was about three years. Ooh, I had yeah. a, uh, I forgot what, I think I was oh, you know about purple. What? Oh, I yeah, Taekwondo yeah, as a kid. Yeah. I think yeah. I got it to purple, yeah. and my mom couldn't afford to keep paying for the photos. Yeah. You were almost, almost there. Yeah. I was yeah. almost there, yeah. I, and yeah. I wanted it, but it was It's like purple, brown, and black, right? Yeah. Taekwondo. Yeah, like two, yeah. two belts away from being a black, but yeah. I would have been cool as a kid. Yeah. But I understand, you know what I'm saying? Life happens, and you got to yeah. you gotta keep moving. I got the experience, and it was it was pretty worth it. So. Right, that's awesome, man. Well, I, I said that to say it, so it probably came from the martial arts. Mostly, you know, I had some you know pretty cool coaches also, of course, my parents, but um, all of that just really taught me discipline. Mm-hmm. You know, I learned, you know, not saying that I'm, 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 you know, I'm that where I need to be, but it, it taught me, it gave me what I need to to internalize, you know, discipline and to have the difference between the discernment is the word I'm looking for, that spirit of discernment to be able, I right, I need to, which is how I said my mom asked how I was doing all that, I'm like it just I don't know just. 
you know, learning the balance, you know what I mean? Uh, try to work out, try to eat healthy, try to do this, still knowing we got flaws. You know? Right, and, right. Um, you think martial yeah. arts just um, kind of influence your mental habits and your and your ways of thinking and doing things? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, most definitely, man. I was a martial, martial arts was it until basketball. I was like, you know, Bruce Lee, all of them, Chuck Norris, you know what I'm saying? All of the old school, uh, legendary martial artists, you nice. know, of the time. Not just in the movies, but just martial arts. Um, I mean, not just in the, as far as action movies and martial arts movies, but just the, the, the whole concept of what martial arts is all about. It teaches, you know, more than just fighting. Like I said, discipline, um, structure, mm-hmm. you know, self-control, and so forth and so on. Right, and back, back, back to basketball for a second. You said you almost went overseas. Tell me about yeah, that. Yeah, man. I, um, so I went, to, I went to Prairie View and m That's a shout out HBCU in the yeah. uh, south side of Houston. And, you know, my senior year in 2000, 2001, um, coach called me in the office like, yo, go to Utah for an overseas camp. I was like, all right, you know, um, I'll do it. So for a week long, the only thing is I got there and I didn't have the mentality, man. I kind of just was focused on, I didn't know if I was going to graduate, you know, so I didn't go there like, I'm, you know, going to take it to the next level or try to because that was the whole point of that. So I was there that whole week. I just, you know, half-assed it. You know, I ain't going to lie. I wasn't, I wasn't there mentally. I wasn't there emotionally. And um, I think one scout talked to me from, I don't even remember what country, but I mean, it won't even work, you know, you know, ain't worth talking about now. But no, nah, that pretty much ended my career. When I left Utah, Salt Lake City that year, it was in April 2001. I just knew, I was like, let me get back focused on school, make sure I graduate, mm-hmm. which I did. And um, shit, it's funny, I actually, I didn't hoop that much after that for almost a couple of years. My right. was like, went up, yeah. But you, you know, you run tracks. So it's like, if you mm-hmm. stop something, you're like, I ain't doing it no more, you know. Right. You know how people, yeah. So I, um, you know, just didn't. Did you regret it at all? Um, you know what, man? Not really. You know, I, 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 I've learned to. I think Jay speaking of music. Jay Z has a song, one of his old songs. You got It was called Regrets. Got to learn to live, and I, you know, in the Reasonable Doubt album. Mm-hmm. And you, and I, and I, and I, that resonated. You really have to learn to live with with what we may regret doing, or what we may who we may regret it being around or involved with. Um, you just got to learn to live with it. So I think what, what happens is people just kind of. Get get stuck on what could have been. That's how you get people saying, you know, man, if I would have done that, I would probably be here now. If I would have just went to this school, if I would have focused more on this, if I not dated this girl, married that guy, whatever, you know, just it, it won't matter. You know, right. it's, it's it's bigger than us. It's more spiritual. So um, I don't regret it, but I do wish I did different. You know, I wish I went there with, with a little more passion, a little more because you know, who knows? My best friend actually ended up going overseas, played thirteen years, retired. You know, great career. <laughs> we cool. were high school um, rivals, so he. he you know, I'm I'm number two in the city in scoring. He about number four right behind me. You know, we yeah. And he went up and I was so I was still proud of him and some other friends that, that made it. A couple of guys that played in the league, you know, I played against back then, Mike Bibby, and that's the era, era I came out of. Um But yeah, I mean I yeah, like I said, I don't, I don't regret it, but I do wish I would have come, you know, went a little went about it a little different though. Right. Yeah. And being conscious of of those decisions that you made and could have made, um, it seems like you kinda have the mindset of living in the moment. Yeah, and kind of moving forward. Yeah. So moving forward, what are your goals for your for your artistry, for your music, and for all the the things that you do? Man, right now my goal. So I, I, my children's book, that my last one, I have two of them out. That came out in uh, January of twenty twenty. Yeah, it's about bullying. That that book, I was going to make it. I was still making it a stage play. So that's mm-hmm. the next goal for that. Um, the the illustrator of my book. You know the the Riley Ledger fuse, not me. He, you know, he we had a good talk before I even started that um, the book series that I started. 
And he was like, yo, let me tell you what you do. You just, you have a plan, you sit down, you know, and you just figure out, and, you know, my, some, something that we always, we've heard, you know, old school parents, like, where you see yourself in five, ten years, where you see yourself, that type of thing. We want to be when you get older, when we were kids. He's like, mm-hmm. so just know in five years or three years, set yourself, start with that, and then say, so I did. I was like, you know what, by the time I'm 50 and I'm six years away, I'm going to have about four or five albums, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have shows, I'm going to produce shows, and this was in 2016, 17. And so the um, the goal right now is to finish my series. I want to have a seven-book series, seven for mm-hmm. number completion, you know, and um, and then take it take it behind the scenes. You know, my, my, my goal and passion is to, like, direct or like when I produced the show in um, 2019 at Durham. I love the fact, I mean, I went on stage, but if I would have been just cool if I wasn't. So this stage play, I'm not going to be in it. I just, mm-hmm. you know, wrote it, uh, wrote the book, co-writing the script. And you just want to focus on that as far as music. Like I said, I got about two more albums in me, you know, got some ideas. I want to come out with it. I want to do a, I have a spoken word album, which is my first project. It was, you know, it was interesting. And then I have two, you know, I guess hip hop slash spoken word albums. And then the next two, uh, I'm I'm gonna still have that concept, but I got I'm gonna add. You asked me if I play instruments earlier. I have, I want to have like a compilation where you know, and I know a few people that that play instruments locally, and put them on the album. Do like have a little twist where one song might be a sax and a, and a spoken word piece, kind of like floatry joint, yeah. and then the next one might be yeah. a hip hop with you know the, the keys or something. You know, just wanna. If infused kind of mix it up, yeah, yeah. yeah. Up those I mean, nothing's new under the sun, man. People be like, "Yo, I invented." People bragging on what they invented when Such they started. Nothing's new. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Great example, actually. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, two more albums coming out after that, do you think you're gonna continue doing music? You know what, man? I say that. I only said because I said I was gonna do uh, five, but I mean, I probably will. I love it. You know, I love to write. I love my passion. You know, to be able to. To, to be able to express my gift, you know what I'm saying, in music form, poetic form, hip-hop, you know, whatever have you. So I think, I mean, I probably will. I haven't given, given it that much thought where I'll be after I can come the next two. Hey, so um, you haven't thought about retiring at all? <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm not yet. Uh, I'm, I'm like whole, you know, he was. In his late 50s and a lot of them other cats bust around, they're still getting it in right. their 50s. So, yeah, like like Nicki Minaj, Minaj uh, yeah, <laughs> she yeah. retired. Just to come back just and try to drop a single for his, and yeah, I was yeah, like, "Well, yeah, I guess yeah. you know you're never really artists. done." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's just, and I think that's the thing about life. You know, people I've known people that retire from work and then they go right back to work, either that same mm-hmm. job or go do. I ain't chilling. I'm, I mean, I ain't doing nothing. I'm chilling. I'm retired. You know, I work thirty years or whatever, and then they end up working because I think it's just a part of just it's innocence innate. You know, we got to move or feel like we have to move until we can, which is. Uh, a dope concept if you think about kind of like it, a body know? emotion stands Absolutely. emotion yeah, and until you right until you either can't think like my 84 year old grandmother right now who's losing it or you can't walk you know like some people you can't function you know watch it around Sorry to hear that. Bob Marley used to say um, you know the people who are trying to um, destroy this earth or destroy the world don't take time off so why should I you know, and that's that's you know powerful. And he didn't look. <laughs> look what he did in yeah. thirty nine years of his life. Well, that is crazy. Many, when he started doing music, but yeah, he didn't take time off. Didn't believe. It. I never really thought about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I yeah I say that, but I don't know. Nah, you know, I love music, man. You know, and um, I, I even wanted to probably try to maybe learn an instrument. You know, um, which one you think you would go for? Oh man, I, still, I like the keys, but you know, I got big hands. You know, people would say, you know. Big hands, fat fingers, all that, you know. But I Man, forget what they say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but I, it, right either, either the strings, you know, and which I actually did with a dabble a little bit with a friend of mine who does play the guitar. You know, I started mm-hmm. it. But the thing about music, you gotta have that patience. You know, I'm sure you gotta have patience, man. So 
You play yeah, instruments? Yeah, yeah, I, I play drums. Uh, oh, okay. I do marching Drums used to be my favorite when I was a kid. I just, uh, I still, I mean, I love them all, but, you know, drums was something that was like, you know, I just, I, I never really saw myself doing because I'm like, I, I mean, it's amazing to me to watch people. It's, it's the movie that inspired it for me. The drum line? Movie, man, <laughs> yeah, 2001, I, yeah. I was only three years old, but my family watched that movie every year. And oh, yeah. That's what kind of inspired me to do. What I do as far as music, I mean, I, I mean, even being here right now, mm -hmm. that movie probably played some kind of a part in the in the and getting me to love music. Yeah. And yeah. and with that being said, what kind of inspired you to get to where you are in music, or what do you think maybe early on could have kind of sparked that interest? Man, there's so many influences when I was you know uh, younger. As far as rap hip or hip hop rap music, you know, growing up here and the MC Lights, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And then, like I mentioned earlier, the LL, Cool J's, and then eventually the Jay-Z's and all them, you know, Nod, Bust Around. I mean, oh, so many. Um, Heavy D. I mean, there's so many that mentioned Queen right. Latifah. I can keep going, you know, That's between right. 80 and 90, yeah, with no no disrespect to the, the earlier pioneers, even before them, Grandmaster Flash and so forth. I think just growing up in that era, like you said, you were a kid watching Drumline at three, where I was, I was listening to that joint at five, six, you know, seven, eight. And I just was fascinated. You know, I was fascinated watching um uh what's the run DMC joint? Um Tougher Than Leather. It wasn't really a hip hop movie, but it had some in it. And then of yeah. course the um damn, I'm, I'm getting old, man. Um the the movie with um with all of them in the LL Cool J and all them. I don't know why I can't I'm drawing a blank, eighty eighty five, eighty six. Crush Groove. Okay, yeah. Crush Groove was probably the the, the movie for me, like Drumline was for you. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you know, it was so it was so real, so dope, it was authentic. I don't know if you ever seen that. It was an old movie, but I haven't well, seen it. Yeah, well, you heard you heard of it. Though. Yeah, yeah. So Crush Groove was probably that movie for me because I was like, you know, Fat Boys was in it. They had a scene where they beatboxing doing that all you can eat song, whatever that. I'm like, that's dope. LL Cool J has a joint where he came in. Real real tidbit, real quick about LL. My cousin, my first cousin, lived in Queens at the time, and she's about his age. She got me about like about ten years, <clears throat> and um. She used to ride the train, commute every day with him. Right. He, oh, yeah, 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 true story. And he would come on the train. All right, y'all, check this out. And she had a little, when I, I'm not going to degrade her voice. She could, she could sing back then, but she didn't have the passion. So they would just mess around. He would freestyle, and she would be singing, like, ooh, you know, harmonizing the humming to it. That's cool. And, yeah, so hearing the stories, you know, that that also around that same time. Like, so watching Crush Groove with her, as a matter of fact, and she's like, that's when she first started telling the story. And I'm like, whoa, 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 you know, as a kid, you're like, wait, you know, anybody on TV, right, you know right. him? I'm like, that's cool. yeah, I rode the train with him. Like, yeah. So anyway, you know, he, he gets on the train one day and he never wore a suit. He always chill, you know, Adidas, you know, sweatpants, shorts, whatever. He gets on with it, with his shirt and tie and the regular commuters are like, oh, you got a big job. He's like, yeah, I'm about to go see uh, whatever the, the guy for whatever record label. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. they never saw him again. And so that influenced also coupled with the movie. I'm like, you know what, I, I, I want to do music, you know, at some point in my life, you know. Right. The only thing is basketball came around and then I just didn't really, you know, so I just started young doing music, which is why I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go, um, like Fuse was saying, you know, and just. Yeah, I feel like it's never too late to start music. Never too I late. Feel like it's never too late, man. You music know, is... when it comes to athletics, yeah, your body yeah, might not be right. what it used to be and stuff right, like right, that. Right, right. But I feel like music is eternal. Music is powerful. Music's forever. Absolutely, yeah, um, definitely, man. And yeah. and so that's why it's really cool that you put out um, that that you want your message to be you know the the thing that people can focus on the most. Yeah, because it never yeah. goes anywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, once mm -hmm. you put music out, 
Once your song is out in the book, it's out forever. It's out, I mean, yeah. unless it gets taken to like copyright. Regardless, yeah. it's oh, out. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's still out. And yeah. speaking of music being out, what do you have out right now that our uh, that uh, our fans, listeners can listen to tune into? Man, I have. Well, all my music is out on uh, pretty much every streaming platform. Okay. Um, on Apple Music, Spotify, Deezer. And how would they find it? Um, just my name, Johnny Cambone, A-J-A-N-I-K-M-B-O-N. You know, you put that, you know. Um, and Pieces of Me is the first album. Um, Concrete Abstraction is the second. And then the one that came out last July, um, um, uh, The Age of Aquarius. And okay. so those, all three of those are on, online. Between, between those three or anything or any uh, projects that you've done, what would be a favorite song for you that you've done? You know what? It used to be something. My daughter asked me that like a couple years ago. Well, she actually used to always ask me because she's been a part of, you know, going to the studio and you know, helping me. She actually helped kind of co-wrote a couple of hooks on it. But then I couldn't answer. Now I would say Still a Jungle. It's on this last album because um, it features still, what? still a Jungle. Still a Jungle. Still a Jungle. Yeah, it features um, Afro Betty and, and Main Man, Peace Be Pronto. He, he passed right. He came to my, he was actually the, the feature at my album release party July last year, and so, then about three weeks later he passed COVID, and so he was on that side. Yeah, yeah, man, it's it still it, it was tough, man. It still is, you know. Um, so that that's my favorite. I probably play it almost every day. That's you know? cool. But and you talking yeah. about your family, kind of, yeah, or your daughter helping yeah, you out. Yeah. Um, how big is your family to your career and your music? Mom, biggest supporters, man. My mom and dad. You know, I'm only child, so my mom and dad. Is, you know, it's it's pretty much whatever I've done, they support it. You know, of course. Good. You know, I I didn't I wasn't I don't have that story was in the streets and doing drugs and all right. that stuff. I don't but have nah, that story. Nah, it's good and I don't think like I do. Story. I don't rap about it, I don't talk about it. I might talk about it, but not talk about it like I lived it. Knowing people, of course, have family members like we all do. But um yeah, my my family, my mom and dad have been my biggest support. My daughter, she just turned thirteen a few months ago. She I'm trying to get her to, you know, explore her own creativity and um and and perhaps you know find trying to find her own path, but they they've been supportive, man. Uh, actually, my dad, my the second album, he was like, I was I was hitting him up, and he was like, uh, yeah, how much the CDs? Got have CDs for that one. I don't have them for the last one. And he was like, let me get the CDs. I'm like, oh, you know what? Man, yeah, I do all that, but yeah. So that's definitely, cool. Though. Definitely support. That's definitely, definitely cool to have support. that. Yeah, but like I said, most playing uh, streaming platforms, YouTube. You okay. Know, put the name in. I got a TikTok. I heard you mention cool, that somewhere. Yeah. Right. yeah, we'll get a TikTok. Yeah, here, I'll so. throw some of them on there and then Facebook, whatever have you. But um, that sounds good. And then yeah, you man. shout out your social media so that they can know how to follow you and connect. So with you. yeah, so um, Instagram is my IG is what a, John, a, a Johnny underscore Cambone thirteen. So it's A J A N I underscore K A M B O N one three TikTok. I think it's just a Johnny Cambone. You know, um, Facebook. Uh, same thing. You just pretty much put, you can go to johnnykimbone.com and I have the links, you know. Okay. Website. Oh, yeah. God, the website yeah, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. I need to update it, but yeah, yeah. So, and all of my, my, my books up there, music's up there, you know. Okay. Um, social media's up there. Actually, no, my social media's not on my website. I'm sorry. But um, it's easy to find. The name is unique. Right. So, yeah. It sure is. Yeah, man. Well, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this thing up, man. It was definitely a pleasure man, having honor. you at Major Noise here today. Appreciate we do got to get a TikTok in, too, so you can't run away on me too Let's fast. Do it, man. I'm ready. We got to do a little something. I'm going to put it on mine, too. We might have to bust a little move, you know. So, what you got right. is that boy EJ signing off with a Johnny at Major Noise Radio. Let's get yeah. it.